In April 2019, 56-year-old nurse Lynn Truxio was attacked by a patient in a behavioral health unit at Baton Rouge General Medical Center in Louisiana. Truxio injured her right leg and struck her head on a desk. She died a week later due to blood clots in her leg and lungs that a coroner determined had resulted from the incident. Hi, my name is Stacy Kramer and welcome to my podcast. Lynn Truxio's story is pretty terrifying. As a current healthcare worker and nursing student, this woman's tragic death is a very scary wake-up call. As I thought through this scenario and had time to self-reflect on my own education and career path, I quickly began to reason with myself how this could happen. Because she worked on a behavioral health unit, her vulnerability was heightened, right? I can avoid this type of situation as long as I don't work in a behavioral health facility. As I continued to mull over the situation, it occurred to me, even if I don't work in a facility similar to the one in Louisiana, someone else will be. How can we avoid something like this from happening again? Well, unfortunately, the odds are stacked against me and other healthcare workers. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, reports that 50% of workplace assault victims are employed in the healthcare industry. And between the years of 2002 to 2013, serious workplace violence incidents were four times more likely to occur to a healthcare worker compared to all other workers in the United States. If this concerns you too, I encourage you to stick with me as I guide you through ways in which we can change this statistic. In essence, I created this outlet to change the outcome for all healthcare workers. Behavioral and mental health is widely overlooked in hospitals around the nation, and I want to do something about that. By focusing my efforts on one hospital at a time, I strive to initiate a transformation within the way hospitals look at their own healthcare model and restructure the culture within every healthcare facility. My focus will begin within my community at a facility in Cincinnati, Ohio. As I mentioned before, my name is Stacy Kramer. I am a current student at the University of Cincinnati, and this August I will be graduating with an interdisciplinary degree in psychology and nursing prep. My passion for this topic originated three years ago when I began working at Cincinnati Children's Hospital as a patient care assistant, otherwise known as PCA. I truly love my job, and because I work in the specialty resource unit as a float PCA, I get to see and experience this organization from a viewpoint unlike many others get to. The gratitude I have now has not always been present. When I started the job, I was unaware of certain situations that I would encounter. Patients with aggressive and violent behavior was something my coworkers understood well. In a hospital catered to children's health, we see many patients who have a difficult time coping with various issues during their hospital stay. These issues often manifest through their behavior and actions. Prior to my work experience, I never realized how large of an issue this was for hospitals to deal with. Sure, I expected this in a behavioral health unit or facility, 
but I can tell you that's not the case. As an individual that has worked in every unit within Children's, I am now aware that every single one deals with these issues, from the intensive care building to the gastrointestinal unit. As a current healthcare worker and an aspiring bedside nurse, I plan on working in a clinical setting and providing direct care to patients for the foreseeable future. I thankfully work in an environment that takes an abundant number of steps to protect everyone. But what about every other hospital? I will attempt to identify for you why Mercy Health West has an abundant shortage of mental health specialists on site for patients and staff safety. For the remainder of this episode, I will explain to you a little more as to why I specifically identified this facility. The decision to investigate Mercy Health West came to me quite easily. My family lives on the west side of Cincinnati and this hospital is within 10 minutes of my house. More importantly, I know several staff members within the organization. One in particular is a social worker. When I began identifying potential facilities to base my research on, I decided to quickly send her a text asking her opinion on the matter. The text read, Would you say Mercy needs people like a behavioral safety team on site to help your staff de-escalate certain situations in which a patient needs help calming down? Within a few minutes, I received a text back with a lengthy response as to why they could really use a defi- Within a few minutes, I received a text back with a lengthy response as to why they could really use a division like this. From there, I decided to start looking through Mercy Health's website to gain more information. I wanted to check and see if there was any job listings that in some capacity or another took on this role of behavioral safety. I spent more than two hours skimming through their site, trying to find someone or some department that took on the responsibilities. I finally found a page of their site. I find it, I finally found a page on their site that was titled Behavioral and Mental Health Services. I was able to find information on the services that they offer and what their specialties are. I was really excited until I realized that none of this information explained if or how they implicate these services within their acute care settings at Mercy Health West. So I continued down every avenue and I was still unable to find what I was looking for. Everything was a dead end, Claremont location, where they have a behavioral health institution. So, from what I can see, and from what I had already assumed, is that there is no one working within their Mercy Health West hospital facility that deals with patients exemplifying this behavior. This frightened me, and I began asking myself, who is properly trained to handle these behavioral situations? What happens when a problem occurs? Who deals with it and what is the protocol? I hope these past few minutes have grabbed your attention enough to stay with me along this journey to making hospitals safer for patients and staff members in the future.